Mr. Trash, man, what's going on with you today, brother? What's going on with me is technical difficulties, baby. That's what I, that's what, what's going on with me, man. So hey, hey, it's the name of the game, man. We move around it, we go through it, man. We do whatever we gotta do, right? Yeah, so we got uh we got leftover things, man, that we need to we need to take care of. We were what were we talking about originally, man, just for a refresher. Yeah, yeah, man. We're gonna kinda go back over, you know, why we doing this in the first place, the whole concept of this and and uh, why we're doing it, and what are we doing it? What are we doing it for? Uh, I don't think that's something that we've covered yet, man. So how about we uh, take a little dive into that real quick? What you think? I, I'm on board, man. Let's get it. Okay. All right, man. Well, um, again, this is from Fatherhood. Welcome back, part two to, to Father's Day. Yes, sir. Uh, and we want to talk talk about the concept of what we're doing, um, and, and and what is all what's all involved in that. You know what I'm saying? So concept the mission statement for the most part is just embracing accountability while encouraging strong boys healthier men and healed fathers uh, and that kind of pretty much just embodies what we think uh you know a young man goes through going into adulthood and then you know taking responsibility for yourself as a man and healing mm. uh, as we're going through this whole process man so um just kind of bring it to the table and some concepts and ideas and thoughts and things that fathers are going through through a day-to-day basis right. that aren't talked about enough you know you know we, we really need to touch on some of that stuff so um i, I feel really strongly about that man well, what about you Herm? man what are some of the things that you know come to mind when you hear uh, firm fatherhood well I, you and i have talked about this but not with our listeners so let's go back uh, over it again we want to i think what we want to do is create what you said as a a safe space for uh, men, fathers specifically, to uh, be expressed what's what's on their mind, and let's work through some some issues, especially those issues that that affect the black community. But you know, certainly, everybody's uh, open. Everybody's uh, welcome to come to the table and uh, please do. and and work on uh, work on these these things with us because you know we're only going we're only going to get to where we need to go together. So that's black, white, Chinese. Uh, Laotian, whatever it is, man, you know, we, we gotta, we gotta work on this together, but you know, the scope, the lens that we're looking out of is one of uh, the African-American community in, in America. Yes, it is. Yes, it is, man. And it's really important that we have this conversation. Um, I know just us within our circle of friends. Yes, sir. It's a conversation that we have often, man. We get the kind of, uh, kind of like you just said, widen our scope. Uh, by welcoming other fathers and other opinions and ever other thought processes into this man and i think that can't do anything but make us all better right of course of course and uh one, one thing i also want to get out to everybody is that and this is another thing that we haven't had a chance to share with our audience is that mm-hmm. we are not trying to do a battle of the sexes sort of thing that's no. not what we're here for that's not what we're about no, no, we have enough of that in our community, man. Oh you know, God, this, yes. This man versus woman, who's right, who's wrong. You know, we all have our opinion, and there's nothing wrong with that, man. And we may cover a few of those different opinions, of course. But as far as going against women, man, and and women coming at us one way or the other, man, yeah. we're here to widen everybody's perspective. We're here for some understanding, and we're also here in a very judgment-free zone because mm-hmm. uh, I think that's very limited a place for men now. Yes. Uh, so they can kind of come and speak their piece without being attacked or feeling like they are judged one way or the other. And here, correct me if I'm wrong, man. How, how about some resolution, man? We know what the problems are, but yeah, let's, let's talk about a little bit more about resolutions. 
oh yeah yeah man that's important i think sometimes that gets lost in the shuffle doesn't it yes sir yeah, yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. everybody yeah, like hey it's your fault it's your fault this is it's like <laughs> hey, just, all right we get what's what the problem is and what yeah. hey let's what's the solution what what are some ideas as far as working towards fixing said right. problem? so right. i mean one, one thing though see that they are wrong about the toilet seat i will say that I, i'll say they are they are wrong about that so hey man hey i, I always thought so man you know <laughs> you always look before you sit right i just thought you know that. what i always ask women when we had this argument is like hey why do you think your windshield is in front of your car because <laughs> you're supposed to look the direction you're going in but you know somehow some way i always lose but i digress yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a possibility you might lose in the comments with that one too, sir. But it's okay. Oh, man. It's okay. I got you back. I got you back. <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks a lot. <laughs> hey, man, while we while we kind of laughing it up a little bit, man, let's yes, get sir. a little history about, you know, our friendship, man, and, and kind of how it occurred, man. Yes, like, I you know, know you. About, you know, when, it, when it all started, you, know, you and I meet. Uh, yes, back up. High school, Andrew High School, Maryville, Indiana, stand up. Uh this was uh what 1993 when i got there and you were a sophomore i was a freshman i was yeah you and i we used to ride the, the gray goose the atwood bus atwood the infamous yeah atwood. The, the infamous yeah, yeah. and you know R. the gary kids wrote, sure. yeah gary kids wrote the uh, atwood bus but uh you know just there's a, a whole host of others besides you and me but uh dog like i said i you uh somebody that i used to hear things about before i even had a chance to meet you uh always heard that you were a solid cat and that you know you you were, you were a good man to know funny and and you know outgoing and everything man so once i finally did make it into your uh, orbit man it, it, it clicked like that and we spent you know spent that time together those years together and things ended up as roommates in college and you know you and i have got quite a history <laughs> and then you messed around and, and, and became a father on me some somewhere along the line so uh, yeah you know i had to kind of you know see what that was like man our our uh our fellow comrade uh earl beat all of us mm-hmm. to it man so you know we're gonna put him out in front and uh, prance him out there and say he was the first one to kind of beat us all to the punch man but yeah my guy Herm, man it, we, we were we were tight like hallways man yes, for, for the longest man still are mm-hmm. I, I distinctly remember a summer i think it was my senior year uh-huh. where uh i think every day of that summer we went somewhere did something and went out and did something like every single day we was out uh just just doing whatever man just, <laughs> just you know we, we just was always in the streets of gary and god bless us man you know we that never still heard we still here to tell the story man and, uh you know, yeah. I thought about the other day, man, is that we were at the beach that one time and that oh, cop yeah. dust us out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, yeah, man. We was we was some silly kids, man. But we had a good time together, man. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like you said, roommates in college, man, and so mm-hmm. on and so forth, man. So uh, we got a lot of history together, man. Uh, we, we can do this. And uh, I think we can uh, – well, Herman became a father also – and it kind of put us on a, a already common thread uh, and it kind of enables us to sit here and have this conversation, man, and have a lot to bring to the table. And so. the beauty of this is, is that you are far, way farther along than I am. I mean, your right. kids are 13 and 14, correct? 14 and 16. It's 14 and 16. Okay. Yeah, and and 16. I just got on the board. I just got on the uh, the scoreboard just three years ago. So. Right. Right, I'm right. running around chasing some toddler <laughs> thinking about potty training and you're like, ha ha. <laughs> you know? Nah, man, I, I miss those days, dog. I really do. I, really? I those days, I, man, I'm, I love kids. I do. 
Mm. Um, and I miss those days when the kids really just didn't want to do anything but lay upon me and watch movies all day or mm. uh, go to the park or take a walk, man. That was a thrill for them. Now, yeah. man, you got to do backflips and, and cartwheels and, you know, you know what amusement park are we going to next? Dad, are we going to, where, where are we going next? What is summer vacation? Now, man. now they got expectations, man. I'm like, what did I do to these kids, man? What have hey, I done? And all this stuff is probably free to you, right? See? Uh, yeah, yeah, man, for sure. I just get the car, man, and it say, you know, drive hundreds of miles if you like. You know, we're not going to even charge you, you know. But. <laughs> yeah, man, but I love them to death, man. It's, a, it's an honor and a privilege to be their dad, to be their father. Uh, Herman has had words of wisdom, even though he may not know it along my uh, father fatherhood path. Even I don't, I don't know it. Oh yeah, he did, man. He always <laughs> told me to practice patience, man, and and to do my thing. He's always been really supportive, man. Mm. So, welcome to the club, man. And thank and, you, uh, thank you. you know, we're gonna do this here. together, man, and we're gonna get to where we need to be, and uh, hopefully put our kids in a great trajectory to do what they need to do as well. So of, of course. Um I speaking, we're gonna circle back for a second. I we can't wait to introduce you guys to Earl. Earl is 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 just way too much fun and his his story is the bestest. Can't wait to introduce you. We'll uh, we'll do that later on. But he is certainly I'm clogging this, man. So yeah. he will be along for the ride. So yeah, if you if you're listening, man, we waiting on you, bro. We got a spot for you, man. We, oh. we got a mic and a spot for you, man. So come on, bro. Hey, listen, I, we don't even got a mic, but we'll buy one. Yeah, we'll make it happen. We'll, <laughs> we'll, buy, happen. we'll buy a mic. <laughs> no, but uh, what? So, dog, dude, let's uh get to the the meat of this, man. Is that why? Why is this important? Because you brought this concept to me, and I want I want to know from you, man. Why Why is this shit important? Oh, bro, our our communities, man, uh, mm. are just in a bad way. Mm. I, I look at our communities, man. I got uh, extensive work and training. Uh, with uh, mentoring young men, yeah, uh, you know, supervised visitation, dealing with parents. Yes, uh, you know, I've, I've worked in the Department of Corrections. Uh, um, I've dealt with a lot of kids that may have taken the wrong path or gone the wrong way. I've dealt with a lot of parents that maybe have dealt a bad hand and just really needed some encouragement or some positive energy towards the right thing or or anything of that nature, man. And I just see. Um, that our community needs some help. And I think the issue is, and one of the main issues is, man, that our fathers really need to be in the home. And when our fathers are in the home, uh-huh. they need to really know how to conduct themselves, how to lead, how to parent, um, and how to just be there for their family, their sons and their daughters, man. And it's so important. And with us missing, man, it just really shows and it shines a light uh, in a negative connotation for our community, man. And it it sorely needs it man so i sit back and i hear this negative connotation about black fathers specifically sometimes man and it really uh, it really hurts me man it really triggers me man so it just got me to a point where it's something that i want to talk about i have experience in it to where i've done some things very wrong um and i've done some things right so hopefully i can hit sit here man and kind of guide somebody to go the right way and not take those wrong turns that I made, you know, coming up uh, when I was a younger man, and uh, and my kids were younger as well. So, I don't know if I don't know if anybody heard that. It sounds like you said you legit got ankle bracelet experience. Is that I is do. that correct? I do. I did that as well, man. I did all the above. <laughs> <laughs> I did all the above. I was a home detention officer, man. Uh, I was a sergeant in the uh, in the Department of Corrections, man. I have dealt with a lot of different situations in my life uh, where 
black men have been dealt a bad hand and made bad choices and ended up in a in a bad way. So okay, so uh, you've you've dealt the 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 Department of Corrections, the, you've dealt with the prison system and things of that nature. And I'm sure down the line, man, we we might want to talk about you know slavery, prison slash all the way down to NFL. Absolutely, we might have to chew on that as well. You dig? A lot of that is line, brother. We can definitely hit that up, man, because mm-hmm. that's, that's an important topic, man. Some people wouldn't even pay attention to that, man, but it's, yep. it's definitely yep. uh, all right next to each other. It is. Hey, you know what? Different rooms, same house, baby, is the way right. I look at it. Right, you know, right. so. But right. here, let me ask you if you, uh, do you remember, I know you remember this, but here, I'm going to give you a gimme. You remember mm-hmm. the Fresh Prince episode mm-hmm. where uh, he uh, breaks down in front of Uncle Phil and mm-hmm. he's the uh, the uh, climax of the scene, he goes, why he don't want me? You're right. You remember that? And, uh, I do. Do you remember, here's the second one, do you remember Good Times, the Mad Dog episode when JJ gets shot? I do. I do. All right, that's, in the butt. We mm-hmm. were talking to, did he get shot in the butt? Is that how it went? I believe so. Something okay. like that. Great, anyway, something well, of that nature. Yeah. Moving on. I was when you brought this subject to me, uh, when you, we started to to talk about the subject matter and the uh, breakdown the other the outline of this episode, we were talking about absent fathers. I was reminded of those two things specifically. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about the condition of the community. Mm-hmm. Um and we just got through talking about the uh, prison industrial complex, things of that nature. Right. Let me ask you for just for you. Do you think Willie Lynchism is real? You know what I do, man? Uh, I think, I believe that this is a system made uh, to make it more difficult for men of color to succeed uh, in this country. Um, I'm not saying that that is something that we should utilize as a crutch or as an excuse not to be able to uh, succeed. Uh, if you remember in part one, I spoke with you specifically about the, the troubles that my father encountered in Montgomery, Alabama, and the things that he went through just to survive. Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm here because he made it. Uh-huh. And I know if he made it, I know I can as well. But okay. it's important that you know your rights, you, you know what you can and you cannot do, uh, your limitations, and so on. And it's important that you know all these things uh, in your toolbox so that you're able to kind of fight some of the things that are plaguing our community and plaguing black men. So I very much think that Willie Lynchism is, is, is real and always has been real. Uh, I don't believe that that's a figment of your imagination. I think that's something that plagues us, but we have to understand um, that as a whole, man, I, I think this is where we kind of get this whole back and forth with our women Yes. Fight each other and whatnot. say that. Say that. You know, it just seems like it's just uh, programmed to be that way. It's like, okay, well, since they're in uh, in flux and they can't seem to even get along with each other, it's really compromising our homes. It's compromising right. everything, man. And me as a black man, I shouldn't have an issue walking through a black neighborhood. I should mm. be able to go home to Gary and pick any neighborhood I want and walk through it and, and do it safely. Right. You and I both know that that's not true. Okay. You know well, that's, I'm glad you, you went that way, man, because I was going to ask you to go a layer deeper on uh, right. with lynchism, as in, you know, the uh, the emphasis on pushing the father backwards and making sure that, you know, that his uh, status in the family is questioned yes. and pushing forward the woman and making, you know, the big, the, the, the whole big mama friends. complex where, right. you know, the woman is this big, you know, king nurturer and she knows everything mm-hmm. and she, you know, so, which is not in, in itself isn't inherently bad, no. but 
any yeah. degradation of the man in the family unit, man, that, that where I'm concerned, that's not really a good thing. Man, and, uh, Herman, I, I was just talking about this earlier today. Uh-huh. Being fortunate enough, man, I had a lot of older men around me in my family. Okay. I had right. my father. I had my uncle Sebron. Mm-hmm. I had my uncle Jesse. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I had my, my mother's uncles, my, uh, you know, my uncle Ord, my uncle, uh, I mean, my uncle Ray. Yeah. Um, it, I had so many older men around me that they wouldn't let me slip. They wouldn't right. let me slide. And, you know, to know going out in the world every day that I had to answer to them, mm. it kind of brought up that accountability in me that I knew I couldn't go out there and, and do the fool and come right. back and, and it'd be all right. Like I had people that I had, that I had to answer to. And right. I think that's a huge part of what we're missing in our society. Don't get me wrong. Of course, you know, if you're uh, a young man with a single mom, of course, you know, you have to answer the mom. Yes. We both know answering the mom and answering the dad were two different situations. Oh, it was two separate flavors, baby. Absolutely. (laughs) It was was two separate flavors, man. And just hearing that voice, man, we need as young black men, we need to have mirrors and windows. We need to okay. have something to be Okay, break it down. To- I, I need to hear this because I don't know it. Go ahead and do <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, we need to have an escape and to be able to get out into this world and do the things that we need to do as a window. And we need to have mirrors of examples of how to do that and how to get out here in this world and, and, and to make a way, man. It's just... It, Listen. And, and without those things, man, Listen. you're lost. You Listen. Know, this guy's do? over here talking. He's over yeah, here talking. Man. Listen to it. Yeah. Well, what are we going to do, man? If, if the only example of a man I have is is whatever hip hop is out, whatever rap right. is out, whatever guy that got some kind of you know flaunt his jury or whatever, or and I woman. stick to that, you know, yeah, exactly, woman. exactly, woman. <laughs> exactly, you know, whatever foolishness. I hear some other rhetoric from whoever. We get we get too much information from from our stars, man. And and don't get me wrong, I think they play a pretty decent role in what we do, uh, but they shouldn't be our only example. Hey, listen, get, get it correct, man. Our women, our black women are dope, man. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. We, we need these fathers. out. I mean, I'm not here for anybody that, that tries to sell it as, hey, we're better off or, you know, it's, you, you know, you, it, all things equal. And I'm like, hey, we need the, the family, man. Yeah. That means I'm man, that means a woman or mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. family is to you. You know, you just you, you need, I think you need both sides of of that coin to 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 make but yeah, quote unquote, well, well-rounded, all-encompassing human being. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, man. It's important, man. It's and and I'll even go a step further to say this, man. You know, maybe there's some people in our community um, that have had fathers that weren't so good, or maybe yeah. mom kept you away from from dad, or whatever the case may be. Okay, I believe that it's important, regardless of how it is. And I'm not speaking about any kind of physical harm coming to you as far as a child. If mom thinks dad is going to not keep that child physically safe, then yeah, that's a problem. Then do what you need to do to protect your child. But other than that, man, a child really needs to know who his father is. If if I don't know who my father is, I'm always asking that question, regardless if if he's good or bad. I need Uh to know. I need to know that for myself, you know, because, you know, in most cases, man, dad was good enough to have a baby with, but you know, regardless, he's still that same person. Why does he not get to be around because you choose for him not to be around? It's important for me to know my identity and know who I am, to warn off the good and to know, to warn off the bad and to know the good in this man. So I know that in myself when I, I can recognize it in myself as well. 
Yeah, so, throw out the uh, bathwater, not the baby. Right, right, mm-hmm. absolutely, man. So you know, it, it's you're, you're right. Everybody deserves to know who their father is. I'll, yeah. I'll give it to you. Absolutely, good, or good, bad. bad, or indifferent. Good, bad, or indifferent. Absolutely. Okay, I, I see you. Okay, yeah. so where we want to go next from here? Where? Hey, see, where are we going from here? I'm curious. Uh, forward, uh, uh, answers, mm. uh, accountability. Okay, uh, you know, you let's let, let's start with that, man. Let's. Let's start with letting these men speak. Uh, uh, we got this thing going on right now, man. We, we were briefly talking about men versus women. Yeah. And uh, we got this thing called the manosphere now. Okay. You know, we got men out here. Uh, everybody has a podcast now, which I believe is a good thing because I think everybody should have a voice and be able to speak. I, I like some <laughs> of the stuff I've heard, but man, there's yeah. also some bad stuff out there. But, you know, we don't have to do all that. Yeah, yeah, there's some bad stuff out there too, man. But you, you take the good with the bad, right? You, you, you're not going to agree with everything someone no, says. Absolutely you know, not. I, I don't, I don't agree with all the rhetoric. But um, we got this thing called the manosphere out there, man. Okay. And regardless of whether or not you agree with everything these men are saying, it's apparent that they have a lot to say, you know. And and it's important to be heard. And we're here for the same reason. Um, at one point in time, the ladies felt like they weren't being heard. Really? And then, you, know, you know, we I think we got overrun with situations where uh, we're trying to fight against, like like they're taking something over, like they're taking something from us. When in all actuality, everything that the women were saying or that are that they're still saying is that for a long time, I feel like maybe they just weren't heard. So mm-hmm. whenever you are dealing with voices that are unheard, at some point you get a you get a takeover, man. You get, you know, say regardless of whether or not you think it's too much or not, this yeah. is what happens. This is They've what been, happens. Hey, listen, we, we the women have been oppressed. I mean, yeah, most of certainly black women, but women in general, absolutely, yeah. have been that's oppressed. That's, that's an absolute truth. Yes. And now we're at a point where the, the pendulum has swung to the extreme the other way. The extreme and, you know, the other way. So and now men are like, what are, you know, now what? What do we do now? So now we have to get find some way to get that pendulum in the middle man we gotta yeah. find a happy yeah. median for, of course. for everybody bro because you know we need the masculine we need the feminine we need yes. all that you know we we need to bring that back together again man because you know i hear things like um when i hear women saying and maybe this is just my um my burden to bear but yeah. when i hear women say i don't need a man or i don't i don't need that you know it's it's uh very okay. triggering to me it's very triggering to me, and I and I know one day we'll really hit upon that man and yeah. and dive deep in that. I would like to have a a young lady on the show at one point in time. We um, got to get some women on here, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're going to have that as well, man. You know, um, um, we're going to get a lot of different men on here speaking, man, because that's what the platform is for. Uh-huh. Um, but in order to like we keep saying to widen our scope, our view, uh, we need to have other opinions on here as well, man, so we can all learn and understand. Yes. Absolutely. That's the, you know, if, if we are preaching, you know, diversity, that's it. That's the, the value is that, you know, you'll get several different points of view so that you can see all the sides and so you can be better prepared and everybody can be represented. Yeah, man, but, it's, you know. it's, it's a must. It's yeah. a must. But ooh, one thing I know that that is coming down the line and, you know, I've talked about this before is we, and we're talking about absent fathers, mind you, mm-hmm. Kevin Samuels, who recently passed away. Yeah. yeah and, yeah. you know, like I said, I, you know, I wasn't, it's a, I'm, I've told you this and I've been clear on this is that, you know, I can take some of it and I can leave mm-hmm. some of it with right. that man. But I've right. seen some real heinous stuff online <laughs> <laughs> about him and, you know, people celebrating his death and glad he's gone. And I'm like, 
ooh, that's that goes a bit far for me. I mean, I that's try to I try to ride for my ladies, but that goes far. That goes too far for me. That are there are a lot worse people out here in this world than Kevin Samuel was, man. And you know, rest in peace, Kevin Samuels, man. Um, uh-huh. I, 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 same way. There's not a human being on this earth that I would take in wholly and at a hundred percent believe and follow everything they say. Not, yes, that's called I, I haven't met a soul. Yeah, I, <laughs> I haven't met a soul or read a text or anything of that nature that I believe in in its entirety. I, I have not. So same thing, man. I, it's some things that I listen to with Kevin Samuels and I feel yeah. like he's trying to do some work on the black community because we needed some work. But the he reason did. why there is a Kevin Samuels is because the conversation needed to be had. It's a good thing. You know, women may not like to hear, some women may not like to hear his message uh-huh. or how he delivers his message. And that's all fine and good. But this is a conversation that needed to be had. And if it wasn't Kevin Samuels, it was going to be somebody else. This yeah, but don't, don't mess around had. Don't mess around and waste it. We'll we'll do that, you know, later on down the high. Absolutely, down. bro. Absolutely, bro. That'll but, work. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah, certainly. But that the, I I need the research time. Everybody knows that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We will get at it. We'll get at it, bro. I'm I'm okay. down with that, man. We are back, fam. Yes. Um, yes, yes. With Father's Day, Father's Day is in the rear view, man. And you know, we we yeah. our technical difficulties are are documented here. Uh. Mm-hmm. We, I, I saw some stuff. This guy had legs last week, man. Cats was talking about what is and what is not a Father's Day gift, man. So, <laughs> you know, I, I feel like it'd be a little, little fun to kind of play with that idea, man. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah uh, cool, what constitutes a Father's Day gift? And here's, and I want to ask you specifically. Let's get get it right out there. Hey, can is sex? Is that a Father's Day gift? See. Hey, don't get me wrong, man. Sex is a gift that keeps on giving, but it is not a Father's Day gift. No, it's not a Father's Day gift. I, oh, yeah, I, I dig that gift just as well as any other man, but uh, no, not a Father's Day gift no more than it's a birthday gift, no more than it's a Christmas gift. No, it's not. You know what? Sex is its own gift, man. Don't be so harsh. Are you kidding hey, me? I, it's the gift that keeps on giving, like I just said. I, hey, you can wrap that up and I'll unwrap it whenever you need me to, but it is not specifically. A Father's Day gift. What say you? You you think it's a, a decent Father's Day gift, man? Man, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm saying, yeah, uh, you know. Uh, I, I I don't listen. I'd be prepared to take it on Father's Day. I didn't say I wouldn't take it. I just said it's not a gift. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna need you to listen, brother. I'm not I didn't say it every time that I was not gonna take it. I just said it's not a Father's Day gift. You know, that's man. all I said. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I'm, you know, I'm, I'm more of a person, man. That, you know, I'm so scared that they'll run away from me the next time, man. I, I'll just take it and shut up. You know what I mean? I'm just like, you know, hey, it's all right, whatever, it's all good. I'll hey, just kind of keep my mouth closed. Yeah. I ain't gonna rock the boat. You know hey, no way did I say that I would turn it down. I just said, okay, it we ain't turned so. down nothing but our collars no. here, man. You no. know? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> I mean, but, uh, what's next? What about? What about these infamous get-togethers on Father's Day, man? What do you think about those, man? You think? Can, can I ask a, a follow-up question about sure. get-togethers, man? Sure, do you have sure. to man the grill? Do you have to take chests of ice outside? And do you have to fill them up with heavy cans? And you yeah. know, that don't man. feel like a gift to me. I'm looking forward to the, the Father's Day that I can have my kids come over. They can bring their kids, and they're like, "Happy Father's Day, Dad! Happy Father's Day, Granddad!" I'm looking forward to that. As long yeah. as I ain't got to cook. I do not want to cook. No, Man. I don't want to cook. 
I don't want to fill up. I don't want to fill up the freezer. I don't want to fill up the cooler. I don't want to do nothing. I want to sit there and talk crazy like an old man should on Father's Day. That's what I want to do. <laughs> Anybody that comes to the door, I want to talk crazy to them, and that should be my right as a father on Father's Day. That's what oh, I want to do. No oh, work. Cool. You no did work. say your door, so hey, talk, talk, whatever way you like, man. I'm good. With, I, I'm here to support that, man. Absolutely. You should not have to. If it's a Father's Day, if it's your day specifically meant for you and your demographic, you should not. Have have to lift anything heavy you should not have to man some hot grill no yeah. more than you should have to stand in front of a hot stove you know on mother's yeah. day i'm not asking for uh you know, for uh could you, you know, imagine I, telling your mama on mother's day hey i'm gonna need this when you cook this for me she would look at you like if you don't get away from me are you insane are you serious mm. you know that'll never fly <laughs> with wifey with moms with nobody that'll never fly so why is that fly for us no, uh, I, you know uh, you know what? No. Fine. Fine. Get, hey, listen, you and I are in lockstep on that. Get togethers are no go, yeah, especially as it pertains that's, to That's a done yeah. deal. That's yeah. a done but deal. hey, are you prepared to take a, a nice fine bottle, sir? A nice fine fifth? Of course I would be. That, that'd be A1. I sit yeah, there hey. and drink that all day, and that would add to my crazy talk on Father's Day. So yeah, you know what? That'd be, that'd be I, cool. My wife sets it off, man. I've got some real nice crown out of this woman. Some mm. real nice crown. I mean, mm. she knows I like crown. And, you know, mm. we, we had some, uh, she, well, she got me a, uh, what did she get me? Man, she got me a, a crown royal from, uh, I, I can't even remember the name of it, but it was, it's a really nice crown. And I, I, you know what? I'm prepared to take a bottle for yeah. Father's Day. That, that's an appropriate gift. That's, that's <laughs> the first thumbs up that's on that list right now. So that's, that, that'll work. We can do a nice bottle of man. Give it to me around noon. Happy Father's Day. Girl, there you go. Hey, Crack you choose the time. It's all good with me. And, and happy Father's Day to everybody. You know what oh, I'm saying? No, no doubt. How about, how about food? How about nice dinner? Or does, will, we take, will we accept that? That's fine. That's fine. Either you, you can cook it or take me out to it. I'm good with either or. I'm, I'm more it. inclined to say that that's, that's the thing that's given. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you feel about... You know, like you might feel about sex. I feel that way about food. Do you? It's like, okay, okay, listen, that's that's just the baseline, okay? You, <laughs> you got to set it off, you know, food-wise, man. Well, well, what if we take it up a notch or two, man? You know, we're not going to get burgers, man. We're going to get a real nice steak, man. Or we're going to get some real good seafood, man. Some some high-priced, high-shelf, you know, top-shelf type dinner, man. That doesn't matter at all, bro. You remember proofs in high school, geometry proofs? I do. There is a given. That's the given. Okay. okay. Nice okay. food is okay. a given okay. on Father's Day. Okay. I, need I don't want to raise wanna... the bar then. Okay. I got you. Uh, yeah, I got that, you. that's I'm that's I get I get that for showing up every day. <laughs> right. You know, that right. that is right. that is my Christmas bonus, whatever it is. I yeah. come every day. I get that. Period dot. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm gonna raise I'm gonna raise the bar a little bit, man. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. Okay. But I got you. Okay. I got so you. So do you have any more? You got any more examples? Man, you know what? Those are the four that's horrible. Now, I will put one more in there. Just you know, saying I, I sent my, uh, I sent my my little sis uh, Nikki uh, something on Instagram about uh, ties and wallets. Now, now look, now I didn't had. No. <laughs> <laughs> I love a nice tie, just like the next guy. I do, I do. Uh, but you can always tell what you know someone put some time into or some effort into. Sure. And a, and a wallet really doesn't take much effort. You know, they all look the same. They all do the same thing. I got like 17 of them in my drawer next to the bed. You know, I, just, oh. uh, I can close my eyes and pick one out of there. I don't need any more wallets. No more wallets. You know what I'm saying? Like I, 
I, we don't we don't need that at all. And and ties, man. Like a uh, kid from a, a tie from your girl or your wife, it it might be pretty nice. A tie from your kids, you oh man, what is <laughs> what is hey, this? You know what? Come you on know. now, come hey, on, see. I, the, the the day that little know. girl buys me a tie, I'm gonna wear it proudly somewhere. The okay? first one, not the fifteenth. Touche, sir. Okay, I get man, it. That was it's, nice, baby. I, Appreciate it. Yeah, I don't know where I'm gonna wear a purple and fuchsia tie, but thank you. Anyway, <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Right on. <laughs> right on. Oh but yeah, no more of those, man. Let's let's kind of widen it out a little bit, man. Like you I said, what? we have to be inventive. We have to be spur of the moment. We have okay. to do all these things for Mother's Day. We got to be sweet, romantic, kind. You know, let's let's. You know, the man want a little effort too. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing yeah, wrong with that. Of man. course, of course. But you know what? That that just shows you the difference, man, is that is. you know, yeah. um you you're father along and you've got you've got fifteen ties. I, I only yeah. I haven't got my first one yet. So you know hey, enjoy the first one, brother. It was really nice, man. Brought it to the mind. The the fifteenth one, I was like, all right, um yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you could. Uh, we we gonna talk about this later on, honey. Yeah, but it's okay. I, I love you guys. All right, we're coming up towards the ending here, Stephen. Uh, we've yeah. discussed, you know, our fathers, our specific situations, and what you know the state of our community is as it pertains to our fathers, and mm-hmm. a whole lot of good silly stuff about what constitutes a father's gift and everything. We've gone over all that. Um, let me ask, what were you doing when you learned of your father's uh? your father's passing hmm. uh, it was a Sunday night uh, I had just I had just dropped the kids off back to their moms uh, they got out the car I hugged and kissed them and they got out the car and uh, and my mom called me crying uh, and uh, and she told me that my father had passed uh, my father was uh, he was in hospice so he was at home and, uh, and mom was pretty much his caretaker. Um, so, you know, he, he passed at home and uh, I was just, I was just shot. So that, mm. that entire night, man, I just kind of, uh, I was just quiet to myself. I didn't sleep well, of course. Um, just kind of kept rolling with that, man, and, and kept fighting with that for the next few days, man. But I'll never forget just dropping the kids off and my mom calling me crying and immediately I just, I knew what, what had happened and what was going on. I knew immediately. It seemed like when my father was sick, every time my mother called, uh, I got scared or I was afraid. Uh, so you had to take that deep breath. I did. I did. Um, so uh, were, I did. Were, were you like me in that there was a, a few minutes of kind of just kind of disbelief? It was. It was, man. Uh, it, I think immediately I was hoping that my mom was okay. Yeah. Because that's not really something easy to see and to deal with uh to yeah. watch to watch him pass to be there be right there by his side when he did yeah uh, so immediately i was you know i was concerned about her and, and her mental state and how she was uh, like i said man and I, and I said this in part one i i kind of kept putting off my emotions and feelings and kept pouring myself into whatever it was it, it was there to have to do mm. uh, to, to try to kind of ignore and and not have to feel those uh, those feelings and emotions uh, at that time that it was happening. So uh, I was really aloof, man, and really kind of kind of kept to myself and was quiet, man. And it was it was a very awkward time, man. I, I'll never forget it. I, I you know October October first. So uh, I'll never forget it. 
Okay. What about yourself, man? What, uh, uh, man, what, what uh, do you remember from the What I remember day? was it was a, uh, I think it was a Monday, I think, or maybe it was a Sunday. One of the two, I had just gotten back into town from Portland. My birthday was the day before. Um, my father died on the 27th of July. Mm-hmm. And I remember just being, I was with Layla and we were in the, uh, in my living room and mm-hmm. my cousin calls me and, you know, he just calls me and the first thing he says to me is, where's your wife? And I'm like, oh, she's at work. What do you need to talk to her? And, and I was going, I was prepared to give him a number. I thought that was an odd thing to say. Yeah. yeah. And he says, well, where's your wife? And I'm like, uh, she's at work. What do you want? And so he very, you know, very kind of easily took it easy, but he told me that my father had passed away. And I just, it's like, you know, just air out of a balloon, man. Yeah. You know, I just kind of crumpled right into the, the seat that I, that was behind me. I just kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it just several minutes of, of just complete denial. Like, uh, you know, I mean, I say this and, you know, I've, I've been saying this is, you know, my, my father was, has just been the rock. You know, mm-hmm. as you can, as the sun comes up and as the sun goes down, you know, he was there for me and, you know, he was mm-hmm. there to be, you know, to be leaned on and to be, and to be a counselor, to be everything for me. So, mm-hmm. you know, with him gone, I just, it, it felt, it was like me losing a leg or something, man. That's what I felt yeah. like. And yeah. so I just remember being in my living room and, and, you know, holding my daughter and ha- having her look at me while I was crying and and I I couldn't really I don't I didn't I don't know if I cared to try to explain to her what the deal was or, mm. or what but just it was surreal experience man yeah uh but mm. you know I just went you know the, the next few days were just went so fast and you know we were on a plane that next day going back home to to see my mother my my mother was a mess of course and right. and I was too and I felt like probably everybody else but yeah. Yeah. um I said I, I just it was it was a punch in the gut, man. It was just it was it just took the air out of me, just figuratively and literally, just took the air out of me. Yeah, I can imagine, man. I can imagine. Uh, but uh, the thing something. is, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, the thing is, the difference between you and I is that you know you got to your boogeyman has a name, man. You you know you know what happened to your father. You see, my father, you know, he wasn't like that. I knew of. You didn't know that he was ill. Mm-hmm. It just, you know, suddenly one day he wasn't there. Yeah. And I remember, you know, after after his passing, I got one of his cameras and I saw this picture of him that he had taken of himself. I guess he was tinkering around with something and I saw him and I could tell from the look of him that something wasn't right with my father. Mm. I, I don't know what he was going through or what he was suffering from, but something, something he didn't look like himself. And I felt like, you know, had I been able to just see him with my own eyes, I might have been able to make a difference and, you know, sound those alarms because I, I felt like, you know, like, oh, something's up with my father. I, I need to I need to take action. But, yeah, but it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter now. It's, uh, you know, I got I got 41 years with my father and, you know, I, I don't know that I deserved as many as that. But of course you did, man. Of course you did. You know, it still still wasn't enough. No. 41 years was not enough. No, no, it never feels like it, man. Because you know we we meet these certain milestones as as men, and uh, we want to share it with our fathers. You know, mm, it's, it's not that's not a better feeling than having your father uh, proud of you, man. Uh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Those, some things change uh, when you 
become older and you look for your father's tutelage, uh, it's more of a of a mentor mentee relationship at that point. Correct. And it just kind of changes, man, and it and it makes you feel good to go to your father and 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 show him that recent milestone that you just uh, right. surpassed, and and him sharing with you something that he you know may have at one point dealt with, and and being proud of you, man. And uh, I think that's the whole that I miss from him uh, from day to day, just kind of accomplishing things as I go, and I really do wish. Uh, that I was able to share with him, you know, things yeah. that the kids are going through and that they're graduating from grade school and, yeah. and going, going on in life. And uh, 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 something I'll share with you, man, like uh, I always wanted uh, my father to see me be married. I always wanted my father to see me walk down the aisle at some point mm. in time. Yeah. Uh, that's something that I always, you know, felt like uh, I, I missed out on uh, mm. with, with him leaving to me so early. Yeah, uh, you know, so, you know, uh, I, I cherished him while he was here as well. I uh, loved him to death. Uh, yes. Good and bad, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and I'll always remember. Well, with with him not being around, what will you talk about some of the, the last and lessons that, that he taught you something that something that he gave you while he was on this planet that, you know, that you're going to kind of take and maybe hand off to to Trey when it's time? Yeah, man. Um <laughs> My father taught me uh, not to be afraid to lead and not to Mm -hmm. be afraid to be a man in the house. Uh, At one point in time, um, when I was in a situation uh, at the time I was engaged and and getting ready to be married and things of that nature. uh, And I know that it's in my past now, but I'm able to look back on these situations and and relationships and know where I went wrong. Um, And, um, uh, one of the things that I, 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 I look back and I learned from my father, he was confident in what he was doing. And, you know, regardless of whether or not he was right and wrong, he was confident in his word and his word was his word. It just was it. And I think sometimes as men, uh, we try to, you know, walk that fine line of perfection, man, and think that everything that we say and everything that we stand behind is going to be right and everybody's going to agree with us. And yeah. that sometimes is not the case. My father didn't care if nobody in the house uh, agreed with him. He said right. what he said, and that's what it was. And he was right. confident in his word. So I, hey. I definitely use that, man. Hey, 10 toes down. Man. Absolutely. Right. So, right. right. Man, listen, we are, you know, like I said, in in the in the uh in the interest of wrapping this up, man, uh I, I feel like the the one thing that I can encompass this discussion is saying by saying that. I couldn't understand dad until I became him. Right. So being, becoming a father and seeing your father all those years, man, it's, it's a, it's a thing of where everything opens up and you can see everything from both sides. You can. It's kind of like, Oh, okay. So, you know, I, I often ask myself, you know, about these things that made my father tick and what, what made him, you know, what motivated him to go left or right or zig or zag and, having my own children is, is a thing that kind of, I know this is, might be kind of cliche, but having my own children, my own to kind of open that world up. And I want to encourage everybody that still has their father to, you know, hug them two seconds longer, make sure to cherish them while they're, while they're on this earth because, Hey, very, you know, very, very sharply, very acutely, they can just not be here. So 
Um, what are uh, you got any parting parting words for our uh, for our listeners, man? Uh, probably tell them how to reach us or anything like that. Yeah, man. Um, we're on uh, social media. We're on Facebook, Firm Fatherhood. We're on Instagram, Firm Fatherhood. We are on SoundCloud, uh, Firm Fatherhood, all one word. Um, this is a discussion that needs to be had, and we're going to have it, man. We're going to have a, yes, lot of, little, a lot of back and forth, man. Um, firmfatherhood at gmail.com as well. If you got mm-hmm. any ideas, any topics that come to mind, yes. anything that you want to broach, please hit us up, man. Email us, let us know what's on your mind, something that you've been dealing with that you don't really know how to handle. We are um, we are the Firm Fatherhood Think Tank, man. That's what we're here for, man. Let's, let's mix it up, get some mm-hmm. ideas, and uh, let's do some work in our community, man, and get some answers together. Hey, in parting, listen, I want to tell you, my friend, that I, I think Mr. Worthy Man created a, a fantastic man and a fantastic father and an even better friend. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I appreciate having you and having you in your life and you having me in yours, man. So, hey, man. And same right back at you, man. Herman Trask uh, Sr. was a great man. I was glad to know him, man. He, he dropped a lot of jewels my way, and I really do appreciate it, man. And I like to tell you, man, uh, you know, you know, we're about a week removed. I hope you had a great Father's Day, man. A happy Father's Day, bro. Hey, respect, man. This is Firm Fatherhood. I'm Herman Trails. This is Sabrin Worthy. We'll see you the next time. We're out, man. Next time.